Now, we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink can sometimes feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country, and rightly so. Fun fact. All of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross, bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated? When you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do. My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off. Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or Use the promo code SOBERGIRLS at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E dot com slash SOBERGIRLS for $10 off. Hello, welcome to Two Sober Girls Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Erin, and we are two health and wellness coaches. We are sober. We're sober moms and love everything wellness and sobriety. So this is our last week of the year, and Mm -hmm. we thought it would be fun to do sort of like a year in review episode and want to get into all of the things like um, basically like wrapping up the new year, the, the old year, and just seeing what went well, what didn't, the highs, the lows, challenges, lessons, wins, uh, where you traveled. I mean, this is a really fun one to you know, get your journal out and really brain dump it all. So you can start fresh from a fresh perspective. And um, so let's dive in. I love it. I love it. And I think that's something that people don't do enough of is just reflection. Right. What, and where are you going? Like, you you know, make sure you're headed in the direction you want to be. If not, you can always do a U-turn. This is exactly. what we have. Yeah. And I think it's nice to have like a bookend to the year. Right. Um, so yeah, let's dive in. I wanted to, I guess, put out some questions that you can ask yourself 
um, and journal on. And you could do this through a meditation, again, journaling practice. What I like to do is whenever I do these like deeper dives is I love to set my environment to feel really peaceful and you can burn some Palo Santo, which I love to do. You can light a candle. You can just, you know, have a specific journal for this. Um, I actually started doing digital journaling. So I know I share that on my Instagram sometimes, but I really love it because I have so many different types of journals and it's all on my iPad. So what I like to use is GoodNotes, which is the app. And I beautifully categorize like different journals. So I have gratitude. I have one for my daughter. I have one for prayers. I have one for a brain dump. I have one for just releasing resentments. Uh, I have a basic, you know, diary style as well. I have a moon journal. So all of these journals, and I don't have to like carry them. So I love that. And it takes a little while to get used to just not having, you know, I do a Apple pencil. So you still, you can set how like thick you want the ink to be and all of that. So you can customize it to your liking, but I've been really loving it. I've been doing it most of this year and it's just so much fun. You do have to make sure it's charged though. That is the ultimate thing. So you want to charge it every night. You want to charge your Apple pencil because you don't want to be like, I have all of these thoughts and I want to get them down and my iPad is dead. So that's the only thing with not having a physical planner or a notebook, but uh, I charge all my things at night. It's part of my ritual. So it's, it's all good. Um, so sexy. Okay. I, it's so sexy. <laughs> that's one of my goals, babe, that using transitioning to that is one of my goals in 2024, by the way, like, like what you said. <gasps> yeah. Oh I have God. one for my clients. So I have a folder for my clients. I have a notebook for each and every single client. Like you would not be able to have that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would not want the clutter personally. Like I love like a clean, you know, thing that I can just like put one thing in my bag and it's always with me. So I digress. Um, but it's a really great tool. So, uh, the first thing I would ask, um, is how, since this is a sober podcast, like how has your relationship with alcohol changed this year? So perhaps you're still might be sober curious or you're still not fully sober yet, but like that in between of like the things that you've learned about alcohol, the things that you've learned about your body and how it reacts to it, all of those things. How has your relationship with alcohol changed? There's a lot of beliefs that perhaps if you've been a longtime listener, you're like, wow, I never thought about this is, you know, this is what's happening. Um, so really getting down and dirty with that. I, I, I want to ask you though, so you're four years sober. How has your relationship with alcohol changed even after all of these years? And does it continue to change every year? Yes. Such a great question, Michaela. So I feel like this year has been glorious and so hard at the same time, all the time. And what has become so apparent to me this year is how much I relied on alcohol. And because life, you know, as we're going for it here, two sober girls, we're on a mission. And so in every area of my life, I'm, I'm going deeper and digging in and there's more pain. There's more awareness. There's more of a, that was so much easier air quotes when I drank because I didn't have to deal with that. Or I used to love to go there and have that drink. It's just like, 
it's almost like I'm just having like these memories and these visions of like my past life because it's been four years now. It's really, I'm really releasing a lot of it, but stepping into the new and learning how to do this dance without alcohol is continuous. So I've had a lot of moments this year where I'm like, this is where I, I used to drink. This is when I needed to just numb. This is when I needed a little bit of that. It's a false sense of ease and comfort, but I was looking for it because I think the more that we are vulnerable and living our truth and stepping into our power, listen, I, I've been in more pain and I've been wanting to like not drink, but, you know, looking for that comfort. I'm like, where is it? And knowing mm. I have to go deeper into my spiritual practice. Like that for me is an alarm bell. And now do I always do it? No, but, um, dealing with stress and the, the big feelings of life, all of them, I need to go deeper. And like, and I hear God telling me, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper. That's what you're really craving. So that's something that has shifted for me. And I'm so thankful to be here with you doing this dance because we're holding each other in this space. And we have our, our sober community where we're holding space for this, but oh my gosh, like it's never ending, yeah. but yes. Yeah, I can't imagine not doing this without right. you and the community and the constant, even, you know, the, in, the, the sober Instagram page that we have, like even being in there, it just gives me so much perspective there. It's a whole other world. And I love being a part of it and I'm proud being part of it, which yeah. I think takes some time for some people to be really, to, to really own being sober. And I, and I get that, but, oh my gosh, I'm so proud and I'm so proud to be different, you know, and, and to, to do what's best for me. And you are right. It being sober, it's not just about not drinking. It's actually facing all of the things the life, the, the past, the future, the kids, the, the work, this, it's like, you get to experience it on such a deeper level. And so, yeah, the pain is deeper. Like it, you feel it, but then the, the, the highs are so much higher because it's a more steady high and it's, it's, it's just glorious. It really is. Um, all right. So, yeah. So how has your, alcohol, your relationship with alcohol change, we would love to know. So like, if you want to send us a DM, um, we would love to hear that. Um, and just like a review of 2023. So just review it. Like what were some of the lessons and experiences that you have learned? Cause I think it's really important to sit with that because that helps to integrate all of those lessons and experiences versus just going through life, just unnoticing things that are truly blessings. Because I think each year we grow, we evolve, even if we're not where we want to be. And I think that's just an ultimate thing. I don't think you're ever where you want to be. I think living on this path, we're designed to always want more. We're designed to want to be more. And so, and that's normal. That's part of just life. Is there a lesson that you could share from this year, like that you've learned in sobriety? That's something that sticks out. I know there's lessons. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I, I always say this year has been the year of feelings, 
feeling mm. all the feelings for me. And the lesson in that would be, and I've shared this on here, like it's, it's safe to feel it passes. The feelings pass, but there's just the, the connection to God and source that that's where that is. Like you just end up reaching for your higher self even more. And I think that's the blessing in feeling all of the feelings. And so the more you're, you allow yourself to go deeper and go in and do the work, there is such a bigger reward on the other side. Um, So that's just, that's, that's what I've been focusing on. And I know it's taking me away from a lot of social situations. Uh, It has, shifted me in so many ways and you and I had a conversation the other day off air and I was explaining to you how I just like in this phase of my life I feel like it's like that in between of let's say you know when you're going to when you're flying in an airplane and you know where you're going but you just have to wait and I feel like it's just that waiting period for me and I'm not trying to rush it I'm I'm trying to make it as comfortable as possible for myself and to actually enjoy it because I know it's fleeting and I know the next season of my life. We all go through this, by the way. There are seasons of certain isolation. There are seasons of being more visible. There's seasons of going through transformations. And I know that this is just a season and I know what my next season is because I've seen it. I've visualized it. And it's so trippy when you're not there yet. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? There's nothing going wrong. You just sometimes have to sit and pause and allow the universe, God, to put things in place for you. So when you do step out, it's all beautiful and laid out for you. Amen. It just reminds me like a baby in a mother's womb. You can't rush it. It's perfection. It's on divine timing. And it's really, it's not nine months, it's 10 months that we, that baby needs to be inside getting ready for life outside. And so this is what, you know, that season's all about, it sounds like. But as you were talking, something I'm thinking about, okay, feeling all the feelings, even going through all of this together, my worst day in sobriety, my worst day in sobriety is still better than my best day in active drinking. Like I can say that 110% to anybody listening. It's so much better. Like I would have tough days and say, it is still better. It is. Oops. I think I lost you, Aaron. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay, Michaela, I am fully frustrated with my kids, whom I love more than life itself. However, as their mom, I feel like an absolute failure, and I can't seem to find the time to get us all organized and even have meaningful conversations. I feel like everyone is so busy. I'm so overwhelmed, so drained. Help me. Yes, get that off your chest. As a busy mom, I get it. I have found that when I am stressed and feeling stuck, the best thing 
to do is ask for help. Perhaps book a therapy session. Therapy is for everyone, every human desiring to feel better, live better, and learn how to solve life's most pressing problems and concerns in real time. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and very convenient. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you could switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SoberGirls today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SoberGirls. Hi, welcome to Two Sober Girls Podcast. I'm Michaela, and my desire to go deeper spiritually led me to spontaneous sobriety over two years ago. And I realized you don't have to have a problem with alcohol to choose to live alcohol-free. No rock bottom needed. And hey, I'm Erin, and I'm all about those rock bottoms. My journey began with both rehab and the 12 steps of AA. After joining forces with Michaela, my sobriety today is a beautiful mix of both health and wellness protocols and the 12 steps. Join us, guys, on this journey of becoming the very best version of you. It's amazing. And Erin, I can't believe people still don't know that we have a sober community. Michaela, I know. And it's never been easier to connect and get the support on becoming sober that you so deserve and need. Join us. Yeah, it's easy. It's fun with endless content and support within the Sober Girls Mastermind, plus daily connection in our private group chat with your sober community. It's amazing. So for more details, shoot us a DM or see the link in our show notes. And now let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. Okay, so just to rehash what I was just saying, Michaela, and I know I've said this to you, looking back, this year has been tremendously difficult, but on my worst day, my worst day in sobriety where I just was trying to survive the day was still better than my best day in active drinking. Like I, I would, a drink wouldn't have solved anything. It would have made everything worse. Like I now can sit in that clarity and that resolve and know that that's just, it's not even an option. It's not a solution. And it actually won't make me feel better. Like that's just a lie. Like anyone listening, it doesn't make you feel better. It makes you feel worse. It keeps you stuck. It takes away your power. It just, you're not able to connect to your source, to your higher power. Once you are seeking refuge in a drink to cope or numb, listen, it's, it's really hard when you're in pain, but to have that and know that for sure was kind of amazing yeah. to know I, the only way is through, this is going to pass. Like you said, these are feelings. I'm going to get through it. Drinking over. It's not a solution. It's will only make those feelings worse. Actually. It does make it worse. And yeah. you know, I see this all the time. I've never met a person who's like, Oh, thank God I drank last night. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's always like, I feel terrible. I feel depressed. I feel anxious. I feel shame, all of those feelings. And I'm like, babe, that's not you. It's the alcohol. So -hmm. just knowing that, that you're actually not getting what you think you're getting. There's such a, it's so tricky. It plays so many tricks on your mind. And I think recognizing that this is one of the biggest things that I've learned this year is seeing it in so many different, uh, versions because working with so many different women and just seeing different ways everyone is getting sober. I think it's so beautiful. I think there's just, you know, some people can be 
you know, can become sober quickly. Some people it takes, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of that deep and inner work. And I just honor those women who are willing to continue taking those steps forward, even when it feels like they're taking steps back when they, you know, do relapse. It's not, it's not, that's not what's happening. You're continuously growing once when you do say yes to yourself and you commit to yourself, you know? Um, no, this is, this is so beautiful. So the other questions I have is what do you wish you worried about less? I think this is such a good one. Like if you can go into 2024 without certain worries, like if you can just dump them down on a piece of paper. And I think just literally releasing them and saying a prayer to them to let them go, allow God to take these away from you. What do you wish you worried about less? I think that's a beautiful prompt. Oh, I love that. I need to do that. Like really think about that one. Yes. Uh, the other question would be, what is your proudest achievement? Mm. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Do you have one for this year? Yes, I do. My proudest achievement is, and this is, this hit me the other day, and this is quite deep because oftentimes you forget the lifestyle that you previously had. And I know I do like, I, I look at them like, Oh yeah, I just had fun. I traveled. I drank. No, it was so much more destructive than that. And I was listening to a podcast and it was this woman who I look up to and she was sharing her journey. And it was very similar to mine of how she, how destructive she was. And she basically lost her son and her mother was taking care of the son. And she's like, I knew he was in good hands, all of that. But to, to miss those years of your child's life, like that would just be so heartbreaking to me. And I remember when Amia was about two and I dated someone and it sort of got me back into my habits. Mm. I remember there was one morning where my mom said to me, "Uh uh-uh, this is not like, I almost felt like there was this like energetic battle where she could potentially take my daughter. And I said, nope, that's not going to happen. Um, and just knowing that, that that is a possibility in this other world that I wouldn't have my kid and she's my number one is that I sat with that the other day and I was like, Oh my God. And I'm so proud of myself. Like literally I dedicate my life to her everything from morning till night. It's about her, even all of the things that I do, you know, it's, it's, it's her. And then I also, I'm here to serve people so that this is my two big missions in life. And to be able to do that fully without anything holding me back is just, wow. That like takes my breath away. And, you know, I have the lucky insight to see you as a mom and you're extraordinary. Amia is the luckiest little human. I can't actually, I can't picture you any other way because it's all I know of you, but that's, you know, I can, I'm right there with you. Like my children being able to wake up and to be a sober, present, happy, capable mommy who, who knows that no matter what we face, I can do it. I'm sober. 
And yes, I can drive you here. Yes, we can do this. My brain is like functioning at a level that I didn't even know was possible where we have to do this, that, the other thing. And I get to enjoy it. And my children, I think too, just the way they look at me with such peace and comfort, knowing that they can count on me, find whatever it is. And yeah. not only that, I mean, but their friends can, like, and they'll ask me, you know, so it's what a gift it's like, like that we, for us, the gift is for us. Right. That we can- and it's like, when do we actually sit down and pat ourselves on the back? Like, oh my gosh, you're doing amazing. Cause you know, life is messy life and I'm not doing this perfect, but I'm doing my, my best. And I know it's really good. <laughs> and if I yeah. mess up, I own up to it and I'm able to lessen. Listen, we all grow up with some sort of trauma, some sort of stories and beliefs and things. I, I try to really lessen that for my daughter. So really being so completely in the moment. And when I do feel something is off, we talk about it because mm-hmm. I believe we're able to rewrite the story for the future when we do that. We are. And we're teaching them how to walk through this life um, and, and to express and to feel and not to numb and not to hide and without shame, without judgment, just how to human, how to human out loud. So, yeah. oh, glorious. I don't, so good. All so right. Good. Let's, the next question is what surprised you the most? Um, another qu- good question is what priorities have shifted for you in this year mm. and how have your life goals changed mm. and what habits or bad habits or good habits did you change or you want to change? So we're always moving and improving and evaluating and deciding instead of living on autopilot, which I, it's so easy to do every single day. You can look the same, you can have the same thoughts. You can have the same feelings. You do the same actions. Like sometimes we need to break away from that and be like, what do I actually want? Cause like I said before, there's always something more or different than we want, but we have to define it for ourselves. Mm. I love that. I think for me professionally, we've talked about this. When you get sober, your life get so rich and full, but making sure that, you know, you have like boundaries and, and I'm guarding now time, this space, because I so believe in this calling that we're, we share together and getting this message out. And I, we want to reach millions with this message because I, sobriety is for everyone and is attainable for, for all. Um, and I wish I knew that. And so I'll spend every breath sharing that. Um, so to that extent, protecting the time that we get to create like it's work, but it's really a calling and making this such a priority and building this in a way that we can be a light and have the greatest impact, which means with my children, nope, I have a work call. Nope, I can't do this. And having like a really nice flow boundaries and a schedule and not feeling guilty about it. Cause then the mom guilt can work in the reverse where you're like, Oh yeah, no, no, I can totally do. I can't. I have to know like, this is a priority for me and they should see that too. And be like, that's, that's awesome, mom, that you're building us, that you're doing that. And I think it's really cool. And they do like, they're really proud of us and they're really proud of what we're creating and what we're putting out and how we're able to help so many people and God willing, inspire so many people even more so in 2024. But that for me, like 
protecting my creative space because I know that I have a divine calling and gift and a, and even more so my voice that needs to be expressed even more loudly. Um, that was really coming through to me, but I have to guard that time to do it. We do. We do. Now, and this has been a really good year for you, for you to really step into yourself. And I think for the both of us, it's really, it makes this dance so much easier to do this with somebody that is just as passionate and is living the life that is like, this is the ultimate lifestyle. And, And we're not talking about the details. We're talking about like, you know, removing the toxins, removing the poison to allow your light to shine through. And literally, as I'm looking at you, the light is like shining through your window. It's so beautiful. Um, All right. So recapping this 2023, um, you know, because I think going into 2024, I like to do this not in January. I like to still do this in December just to like wrap it up. How do I feel about it? What were the lessons? All of those questions that I said, but now we get to, once we clear that, we get to take our focus to 2024. And some of the ways that I love to do that is through setting intentions. So it can be super simple. You could keep it simple or you can keep it detailed. I think we're all very different on what drives us. Uh, We could do goal setting as well. So you could have bigger goals and then you can have little goals that are underneath that. You can schedule those out. You can say, you know, by April, 2024, I want to, I don't know, write a book or by then I want to have this. And so then you can work yourself backwards. What will that look like? What will your day actually look like working towards that goal? And just spending a little bit of time with that. And you can actually include this into your daily meditation of, when you look at your goals, how would it feel to be closing out 2024 and actually achieving all of those things? Because if you're uncomfortable about it, or if you're feeling off about it, it's not going to happen. So if you're not into it and you're not vibing with it right now, you're only setting yourself up for failure and also just disappointment that you're actually not getting things done. So making sure that the things that you are writing down are actually aligned with you. These are actually things that you want. And, you know, this is not a tattoo, so things can change and you can shift and you can cross out and you can evolve. But I think that's really important to, again, dream bigger. What do you want for yourself, for your health, for your spirituality, for your relationships? For travel, I I do all of those things. I get specific where I want to travel in the new year. You know, I know we're going to be going to Europe in the summer and I want to be like, okay, where else am I going to go? Because I tie in another vacation to that vacation. So just, it's exciting to even dream about. And I love vision boards. So we talked about this in our, in our, in our group chat and you know, if you've never done a vision board, you can do one that is a physical vision board. You can do one that is digital. So if you're going the digital route, which I am, I, again, I don't like clutter. I'm not going to buy like tons of magazines. If that's your thing, beautiful. But, uh, and I've done that for years. So I've done a physical one for years. I just feel like then it just, it, it accumulates and I like a digital one. So you download Canva, which is a program. It's completely free. 
and you decide, do you want this to be on your desktop? Do you want it to be on your phone? So you do those dimensions and then you go through Pinterest to look for those images. So like I mentioned, you can look for that, you know, that vacation spot that you want to do in 2024. You can look, let's say you want to take up running. You put up some running shoes there or a woman running. You can, let's say you want to have a baby. You put a pregnancy picture there and all of these things that you desire in your life. And so when you look at your phone, you have this vision that is custom and tailored to you that you can connect with. And the most important thing is the feeling piece. So you could just look at it and feel as if all of that is already accomplished and that you manifest. You can manifest anything you want. I believe Well, and I loved, I took, you did a class on this. And so I like loved the class and I'm going to do the digital vision board with you this year. Again, I love it. And I love this idea of really getting intentional, like the details of everything, because it's so exciting because we can in sobriety create the, a life beyond our wildest dreams. We really can. We just living on purpose living aligned and living in our power connected. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It takes you out of the mundane day to day. Yeah. Basic things that you do every day and to just dream it up. And I'm a huge believer and learner of manifestation. And these are some, this is something that I always tune into because I just, I find it so powerful that we get to create our life. And just like how I mentioned, like I created this sober life. I created the way I parent. I created my wellness routines. I created how I look. All of those things were in my vision before I had them. And I worked for it. It was whether I enrolled in certain programs, or I learned this, or I picked up that book, or I stopped hanging out with these friends and started hanging out with more ambitious friends that perhaps run a business or are doing the things that I want to do. And it's these constant little shifts every single day, stack up year after year. And eventually you are that person that you dreamed to be. So good. Oh my gosh. So tune in into that, tune in into all of the things that you desire. And I will say removing alcohol will make it so much quicker and it make it so much enjoyable and you will have less roadblocks getting there, which is huge. And one of the questions that you asked before is something that you're most surprised, was it like something that most surprised you? Mm -hmm. I still am so surprised in our culture and our world that everyone's talking about very similar problems, issues, concerns, but they're not looking at their relationship to alcohol first. I'm like, whether it's with health or with really, yeah, I'm literally blown away. I'm, I'm blown away and I'm not in judgment. I was that person too. I will look at everything. Let me go to every expert. Let me, but I'm not going to look over here at my relationship to this poison that I'm ingesting. Oh my goodness. If we started there. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, it's so deep and oh. all of the, the, the episodes and all of the topics that we've covered this entire year, which has been so much fun, but just like 
learning about hormones and learning about the brain, learning about the subconscious mind. I mean, there are endless Mm -hmm. reasons why we should do this. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, we are so honored to be on this journey with you. And whether this is the first time you're listening to the podcast or you've been with us for this you know, year and a half that we've been doing this, we, we are with on this journey with you as well. So it's not like we're just like preaching. We know it all. We're, we're literally in it with you. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's been the most amazing journey. It's been an amazing transformative year. I'm excited for 2024. I'm excited for this fresh energy and all of the work that we've put in, in 2023, whether it's even failures, even the wins, even the challenges, it's made us stronger and it gave us more knowledge and information going into this new year. Mm. And just like listening to you speak, I'm so excited for 2024. So thankful for 2023. But I feel an energy and a shift that I just, everyone listening, come join us. Like we're grinning ear to ear. Like I know, we know it is, it's right here. Like come join us. Let's journey together. I think our minds are about to be blown. Truly. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh my goodness. Alrighty. Well, happy holidays. We'll see you in the new year. January 1st, we have a collab episode with amazing women. That's going to be on January 1st and super excited to that and, and super excited for this expansion, this evolution, even of the two sober girls. And that's it. That's all I have. (laughs) We love you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, uh, subscribe, rate, share with your bestie, take a picture of you listening, tag us, we'll reshare you and send us a message. Say hello. We love you. Love you. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.